Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language and spoilers for the film and the title of the podcast. Now playing Movie Reviews in 20 Cues. Hello, good people, and welcome to Movie Reviews in 20 Cues, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. I'm your host, Liz, and this week we have Dan and Caleb from Netflix and Swill. I figured we've talked enough shit about them, well, at least Dan, over the past few episodes. Mm -hmm. That we should probably get him on. And look, if you're going to get Dan on, that means that you get to get Caleb on. So that's cool. Oh, you can talk shit about me too. I'm a fucking nobody. Oh, good. Okay, cool. They're both terrible people. You get the privilege of having <laughs> Caleb on. Let's be, let's yeah. be clear. The, the dishonor <laughs> of having me darken your doorway. Already just from your questions, I have the vibe that you're going to be the machu of the episode. So. Red, incredibly sexist. <laughs> that's not exactly what I said. <laughs> Read between the lines, if you will. No, that's totally fine. How are you guys? Good. I just finished sleeving my commander deck for the commander game we're going to be playing tonight. That's uh, a nerd-ass card game for uh, virgin males. So there you go. I did thunder. I'm old and my bones hurt. Same. Isn't that just like a standard thing now? It's so depressing. <laughs> Youth is wasted on the young. They don't understand. No. Ugh. I could have been somebody, damn it. I could have been a contender. Could you, though? <laughs> could you, though? I am somebody. I'm <clears throat> Liz, the current host of Movie Reviews and 20 Qs. Why would That's you true. want to be any more than that? That's clearly a pinnacle of anybody's life. So you guys are from Netflix and Swill. Correct. If we're going to get you guys on from Netflix and Swill, then we need to do a Netflix movie. I don't actually have any Swill because it's the middle of the day. That's fine. But it looks like at least Caleb's got that covered. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's true. Frankly, I kind of wish I had started in the morning. It might help me on this podcast. But then I'm giving you a bit of a preview of what I might be saying about it. So, um, yeah. The film we're reviewing today has made a bit of a splash in the media. And Sam is very eager to hear a review and that he bullied us into it. He must really love this movie. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for nothing, dickhead. Caleb made the point that it's kind of interesting that this movie is all about consent, and none of us really consented to watch this film, and we were coerced yeah. into it. Oh, I did. We were, all, we were all forced to watch it in this movie about the importance of consent in a relationship. Yeah. Wait, Dan, If you're going to poach my joke, you can at least, you know, quote it correctly. Yeah, I stole your joke, but I gave you credit, so stop whining. Dan, did you say <laughs> that you... You purposefully watched I'm just giving you shit. Because you wanted to. Did I wouldn't say I wanted to. It's just a spot came up in the Netflix schedule and I went, hey, it's a movie. Let's watch it. Oh, that's fair. Okay. I will take my judgment of you down like one notch, but it's still pretty high, to be honest. But that's irrelevant <laughs> to the topic <laughs> at hand. So, uh, as you probably guessed by the uh, title of the podcast, if you didn't, you're not very smart, to be honest. We're going to be talking about Blonde. It's a 2022 American biographical film written and directed by Andrew Dominic. It's based on a 2000 novel by Joyce Carol Oates, which is essentially a fictionalized version of the life of blonde bombshell actress Marilyn Monroe. It stars Anna de Amas as Marilyn Monroe, Adrian Brody as the playwright, Bobby Cannavale as Joe DiMaggio, Xavier Samuel as Cass, and hilariously, Google listed Spencer Garrett as the president's pimp. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, if you're going to have a role in a movie, yep. 
That's a pretty cool role. The president's pimp. Scores, we have 5.6 out of 10 from IMDb, 42% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 50% on Metacritic. That should give you an idea of whether we may or may not like this movie. I don't know. Did you guys know much about Marilyn Monroe prior to watching the movie? Uh, No, because I don't fucking care. Uh That is the correct answer. The only thing I know about Marilyn Monroe is that she once said, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Which is a thing that if any girl ever says to a guy that she's dating, she's always going to be at her worst no matter what. <laughs> I think that goes either way, to be honest. And also, I'm pretty sure that well, was yes, May West. True. Wasn't that May West? Oh, I have no idea. I'm not going to pretend. You know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Abraham, <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, Michael oh, Scott. I was going to say, no, was Abraham, Abraham Lincoln to John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, that's good. Nice. Um, yeah, okay, so all of us are, like, not very learned about her, so apologies if we assume things are true that we're actually yeah. false or vice versa to anyone who cares all, desperately about that. All I really know about her is that she lived her life like a candle in the wind. Cool. Wasn't that – I actually <laughs> I actually said um, – my boyfriend brought that up, that it was, uh, you know, that song was about her, and I was like, wasn't it about Princess Diana? And he just about hit me. Like, he was just like, what is wrong with you? It was the right. second time. Yeah. I was like, shut up. Okay, let's get into our questions. First, we have the compliment sandwich, which is when you'll give one good thing, one bad thing, one good thing about the movie. If you want to give it a hyperbole sandwich – Judging by the shitted and grown on cable space, that's where he's going. It's like one good thing, one great thing, one good thing. If you want to go towards the bad side of things, it's one bad thing, one good thing, one bad thing. And if you really hated it beyond comparison, which there is a possibility here, you would go one bad thing, one terrible thing, one bad thing. Yes. So why don't sure. you start us off, Caleb? Wait, we need even at the plot. Oh, that's true. Shipples. I mean, you... you- you kind of you kind of said it. It's a fictionalized version of Mer- the Mar- Marilyn Monroe story. Yeah, starring true. Marilyn Monroe yeah. as Marilyn Monroe. I think she yeah. actually preferred to be called Norma Jean. Dan, that was quite well, clear. Well, hold on. The let thing me throw- is, the thing is that they're not the same person. That's true. Uh, also, let me throw on my old timey voice. It's Blonde from director Andrew Dominic. It's the fictionalized story of Marilyn Monroe starring Marilyn Monroe as Marilyn Monroe and Norma Jean Baker. Very good. See this high-flying, thrilling thrilling tale of a woman being uh, destroyed against her consent. How are you a podcaster? That was dreadful. Uh But thank you. Uh, Pretty much. You're welcome. It's just a time. Do I sound like I'm on old-time radio? (laughs) I can't do it because I wasn't a man and they didn't let women on the radio in those days. So I don't have an old Not with that voice. attitude. Not with that attitude. I don't think with any attitude. But um, yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, yes, Caleb, what is your sandwich Whoops. type? What is your sandwich What type? the fuck was that? Yeah, that was like I, I, actually, I, I, opened, I opened an app and auto-played a video. Ignore, <laughs> are, are you playing Genshin Impact? You're the yes. actual worst. <laughs> you dumb piece of shit. <laughs> I, wasn't, I, wasn't playing, I wasn't playing a video game. I was fucking opening an app. And it was like, here's auto-play sound, you piece of garbage. Oh, okay, thanks. Oh, no, oh, I think fuck. you're, you're uh, the piece of professionals. garbage. We're professionals. Yeah. All right. Uh, so my first bad thing. No, what a surprise. Yeah. Uh, so my first bad thing. Yeah. 
the main character is being painted as sympathetic, but has no redeeming personality traits. <laughs> That's fair. There you're going. Yeah. You're going right in um, there. Yeah. Okay. My my terrible thing is that's right. I don't know if this stunt's ever been attempted before, but I am giving it the shit lasagna, which is a bad thing, a terrible thing, a bad thing, I guess. It's, it's the hyperbole shit sandwich, and it has been done before. I think the yeah. vegetarians, but I could be making that up to be honest. I f- I thought it was Space Jam: A New Legacy. Oh, that I yeah. think that's true. Mm-hmm. So there's a horrible talking fetus scene. Uh, <laughs> And like it makes the movie come off as really weirdly pro life, uh, and I didn't like it. Legit. And then my last bad thing is that the pacing is fucking god awful. Uh, and like literally eighty minutes probably could have been trimmed from this movie. Uh, yeah, including every shot of a fetus talking. Oh my god! Just every shot of a fetus. Full stop. There was so much fetus in this movie, and I was like, every time they came on, I was like, is this yeah. movie paid for? By some sort of hideous uh, pro-life brigade organization, because yeah. fucking hell, this if, is pro-life. If there was, if there was ever, uh, you know, a fetus that I wanted aborted more than anything else, it was the fetus in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut it right oh, out. Good lord. Um, <laughs> Okay, well then I'm going to need to know how many flashbulb cameras, or how little, how 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 many negative uh, flashbulb cameras you were giving this film. Three out of ten thousand. No, it has to be under zero if you're giving it a. Oh, under zero. Okay. No, so well, negative then, three. Negative three out of ten thousand. Okay, negative three out of ten thousand. That's that's decent. Dan, what about you? Are you going to be providing the flip side? Will you? gush passionately I mean, about the the quality of this movie i mean kind of uh my first good thing is anna de Armas. no matter what no matter what you say about this movie like she is spectacular like this movie is a piece for her uh and she shows out she is there for it uh my first bad thing is andrew dominic um we'll talk about it later <laughs> but i don't like andrew dominic as a director uh, I'm sorry, but he's probably not the correct person to have direct this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess my final good thing is like they do like these recreations of like old movies. I don't like really care about the old movies. It was just like, oh, this looks interesting. Like the like how they kind of blend uh, her doing stuff with like with uh, the old movies that Marilyn Monroe did. They got um, I want to say it was Jack Lemmon's son or grandson to play him in in the movie. Which was interesting. It's like that was cool. It doesn't really affect anything. So like it's it's kind of whatever. So like yeah, it's kind of a positive it's like thing. A cute I'm going Easter like egg. Like yeah, well, look how cute that is. But yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah, whatever. Cool. Uh, so I'm going like fifty nine hundred flash bulbs. Like this isn't a movie I'd recommend to almost anybody. But like. There's still some decent things about it, despite Andrew Dominic. All right. Okay. But that's over half. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Three stars. That's about right. Okay. Um, yeah, I am erring more towards Caleb's opinion than Dan's. 
Which no shot. I may have given away. I can't believe it. I'm so Dan, surprised. Dan loves this movie. <laughs> I've only seen, I've only heard Liz talk almost every week, and I can't believe she hates this movie. <laughs> Why do I even watch movies? That's what I want to know. Um, okay, so my <laughs> my first bad thing is that I mm-hmm. hated the general style of the film, so that's probably in line with your sure. uh, opinion of Andrew Dominic. It was just very jarring and confusing, and, like, the transitioning was really weird. And, yeah, there were just so many bits. I was like, wait, what? What? Why are we on this bit mm-hmm. now? Or what, what the fuck's happening here? So that really annoyed me. Um, my good thing is that, yeah, I agree with you. Anna Damas was actually pretty good. Like, you really could feel yep. her emotion and suffering, She could cry on demand, which frankly was pretty key in this movie because we were trying to estimate how much of the movie she spends in tears, and it must be at least 40%, if not 60. I don't know. It was a lot. Um, But no, like there was the scene, there was one particular scene where she's um, acting, was it the the crazy woman or whatever, and and she's trying to convince them to hire uh, hire her for the role. I can't remember which role it was. But I was like, damn, she's really good. And then they were like, oh, yeah, see, she's not very good. And I was like, what? Did you just watch that? She was great. So anyway, she was great. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. And my final thing was. Yeah, that, that, yeah that's, I remember that. I remember what you're talking about. Like, oh, yeah, like she's great. And they're like, yeah, she fucking sucks. It's like, what are you talking about? Have you seen acting? That's perfect. Like, yeah, anyway. Although not that I knew the role that she was going for. Yeah. So maybe she was supposed to be all upbeat and cheerful and she wasn't. I don't know. But uh, yeah. it seemed good to me. Uh, and my final bad thing was, uh, yeah, same as you. Uh, it was way, 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 way too long. It could have easily been under two hours, easily. I actually ended up yes. watching it at 1.5 speed, which was slightly irritating, but actually less irritating than it would have been to watch it at normal pace. Because uh, when we were watching it, we'd watch like the first maybe tw- maybe 30 minutes. And I was like, oh, I wonder how much longer to go. And we looked up the link that it was two hours 45. And I was like, no, how, why? I don't understand this. Uh, yeah. So I actually had to break it, up, like watch it in chunks. I didn't even watch it in one sitting. So, um, yeah, way too long. Guys, what were you thinking? Anyway, I'm giving this 1,499 flashbulb cameras out of 10,000. Really, its only redeeming qualities was that I liked Anna Damas. And she was really beautiful, so it was quite nice to look at her. She was just lovely to look at. Oh, good. You said it first. Yeah, this woman's uh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. But just everything they did with her makeup and everything and like the close-ups on her face, she was just beautiful, aesthetically pleasing, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. I like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's better. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Not my thing. Not your, not your thing? You, you monster. How dare you? I guess we know you're out. I like a I gal with a little bit more meat on her bones. Oh, how you doing? Because <laughs> 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 I've got a lot of it. All right, so moving on, we have question two as a Patreon question. It is from the loveliest Emily Higgins uh, from the Tasteless Podcast, where she compares a really well-known movie versus one that's less known and tells you why you should watch less known one, basically. Curious uh, combinations there. I bet she does this with something you wouldn't expect. And she'll probably like this one. So I don't know. Hard to say. Um, anyway, she... Sounds like Emily. Yeah. She like, she's a very positive person. Anyway, she would like to know what character has probably gone the longest without showering. Uh, I'm going to say the guy that uh, 
rapes Marilyn Monroe within the first five seconds of her being in Hollywood. Yep. And you see cock, by the way. Yeah. You see cock. You see a lot of cock. Yeah. I was quite surprised. You see presidential cock later. You see presidential cock, which we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, it's it's tastefully cut out of frame. Oh, you see it oh, at the yeah. base of it. It's so deeply you see you see cock. her hand yeah. as she's bobbing up and down, going gawk, gawk, gawk. Yeah. Good lord! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the the delightful rapist early on, and the fact yeah. that she was like raped and was like, oh, you know, obviously mm-hmm. traumatized, legitimately. Yes. But then, like afterwards, they're just like, yeah. no, you're in the movie now, and she's like, I don't understand. I was like, yeah, she got she oh, got Weinstein. Yeah. That was your, you know, audition. Lucky you. Fucking horrible. I was like, that's probably the most legitimate fucking thing in the whole movie. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. Unfortunately. Yeah. What about you, Caleb? Uh, well, speaking of uh, big, fat, sweaty President Dong, uh, <laughs> it's JFK because she definitely had a full on mouthful of, you know, four day old unwashed fucking uh president dick you're the president you don't have to shower right like yeah literally no one can make you yeah i mean yeah. he probably had the leavings of whatever fucking tramp he was with the night before so we call that smegma oh dude <laughs> <laughs> that's unpleasant <laughs> for everyone involved um the show's gross <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do i didn't realize he was such a dirty slut oh yeah Big yeah, time. he went inside of more than half of mankind. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. That seems fine. The real reason he wanted to go to the moon was so that he could fuck moon chicks. <laughs> he must have been so disappointed to find it <laughs> uninhabited. Uninhabited? I'm going to, to make a new crater with my penis. <laughs> we try to do these things not because they are easy, but because I am hard. <laughs> uh, the The good thing about JFK... Uh, in the moon landing happening in 1969 is that uh, JFK couldn't bang any moon chicks because he was dead. Yeah, because he got shot in the fucking head. Mm-hmm. Wow, so you guys really like JFK. I thought he was like a it's, it's popular president. Okay. He was okay. Right. On the scale of presidents yeah. that are terrible. He was fucking as many chicks as he could. What a, yeah. what a bro. I mean... As an American president, if the worst thing that you're doing is fucking literally everybody that you possibly can. Consensually. That's, that's, yeah. Well, that's less bad than most of the things that American presidents have done during my lifetime. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty legit. That. The worst thing Bill Clinton did was got a, a blowjob. And I'd rather have blowjobs than no jobs. I see what you did there. Nailed it. All right, as Sam likes to keep this vaguely unpolitical, I suppose we should move on to my answer, which is Cass Chaplin. So I just felt like Cass Chaplin was just way too narcissistic and whiny to care mm. if he smelled bad to anyone else. And his hair was greasy as fuck. So was he, like his whole personality. So, yeah, that guy definitely was not a regular showerer. Yeah, that that was my backup answer. Mm. It was just gross. Just, oh, he was the worst. Question three is, what completely unimportant life lesson did you learn from this film, Liz? It was quite exciting, actually. I learned that there's such a thing as a fireproof mansion. I don't know why everyone living in LA and surrounds don't just still have those. Like, duh, guys. Have a fireproof house. <laughs> like, that's sensible. I forgot about that for a minute. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, there's a whole for- wildfire sequence. 
<laughs> Why don't we just make all the houses in uh, Tennessee tornado proof? Oh, that's great. Why don't they? Man. Yeah. If I lived in, if I lived in California, I'd just make my house fireproof. Yeah. Um, yeah. And earthquake. I would simply just, yes. you know, do that. Yeah. No, that you guys up. are stupid. They're going to be looking for <laughs> army guys. <laughs> cool family guy reference. Uh, Caleb. What is your unimportant life lesson? If you're going to do drugs, make sure you have someone responsible for getting you to work on time and hyping you up. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That guy was handy for that. We love Whitey. I'd we love stand Whitey in this house. Yeah, well, I, I wish <laughs> someone would just, like, turn up to my house in the morning for me to get to work. I'm not even really on drugs, but I just, yeah, I'm on some medications, I'm not going to lie. But, like... And someone would just turn up and be like, I'm going to turn you into Marilyn Monroe. Here we go. She's coming, sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, if I could have just a full-time nurse who would just, like, give me an IV, get me hydrated, get my caffeine going in the morning. SpongeBob. Just, like, get me me ready to go, I'd be fucking all for it. Uh, The day I earn, like, half a million dollars and I can just pay, like, a housekeeper to just keep everything clean and cook all of my meals, oh, my God, it will be a fucking godsend. Uh, I'll just keep hammering away at this podcast. I'm sure it's uh, any day now. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be happy if I could just get my wife to do that. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Sexism in the movie. Sigh. Uh, Uh, My completely unimportant life lesson is, uh, and I must qualify this with, I'm a man, so it doesn't apply to me, but... Don't be a woman in Hollywood. Ah, uh, yes, I already recognize this lesson, which is the only reason I am not a famous actress. Sure, yeah, that's that's the reason. Yeah, huh? that's because obviously you have the talent. And, Clearly, you know. I have the voice for radio. Yeah, um, can't say a <laughs> thing. <laughs> Lift it wide oh. open. <laughs> only Sam can say. Sam, cut in with the thing. Funnily enough, I'm editing it, so we can't. <laughs> oh, well, then Sam can't even do it. No. Get, get <laughs> get fuck fucked. Sam. <laughs> fuck you, Sam. Yeah, we haven't seen enough fuck you, Sam, shit. lately, so just a bit more of that during the podcast just to make him really feel uh, Question special. 3.5 What are your thoughts on Sam? <laughs> fuck you, Sam. Boy, fuck you, Sam. You, you dumb, stupid idiot. Yeah. He made me watch this. <laughs> that's, that's why. All right, uh, question four is a Patreon question from the wonderful and lovely Nicholas from Nikolai's Kitchen, which is a wonderful podcast about food and life and stuff, and you should absolutely listen. What does he want to know, Caleb? What type of meal is this movie? I actually kind of like this movie, but still hate lots of parts of it. But So it's like you you go to a steakhouse for like this really great steak, and the steak's fantastic. And the steak, of course, in this scenario is Anna Darm's. You come in for this really great steak, but they serve on the side like fucking birthday cake, like right on the side the, the plate, and then like fucking uh, cockroaches. And you're just like, what the fuck is this shit? You, your, your family told you, never waste. Uh, just eat everything on your plate. So you eat everything on your plate, and unfortunately, you're eating fucking cockroaches and birthday cake, but you still get that great steak there. That's what kind of meal this is. Steak, birthday cake, and cockroaches. That's an interesting combination. 
Well, obviously, fear is not a factor for you. No, Joe Rogan. I don't hit me up. That was terrible. <laughs> I don't. I don't know ashamed. if they have that show <laughs> in your corner of the world, but I'm sticking with it. They do, and you're a terrible person. It's true. <laughs> no horses are terrible people. I, don't I get that get reference. I don't, but that's okay. I apparently can't stop talking about Family Guy, so uh, Liz, what type of meal is this movie? I'm going to say one of those ridiculous degustations at a overly fancy like pop-up joint where it's like all the food is white because she wore white the whole movie. I've really noticed that, so I'm making all the food in this meal white, but it's like seawater foam is one course and then like essence of potato is the next course. <laughs> so it's like, potato. <laughs> <laughs> all that annoying shit where you're like, Okay, but I, I actually wanted to eat food at the seven-course meal, and in the end you have to go out for a cheeseburger. It was a okay. shit meal, guys. Okay. <laughs> it was a shit That's meal. It was a shit meal. All right. Uh, well, uh, in America, and I, I don't know if they have it elsewhere. America. But, um, there's a uh, – apparently they, they do it a lot, like, in the military. My, my older half-brother would always talk about, like, having to eat it like in the barracks and shit. Uh, but it's a dish that is essentially creamed chipped beef over toast. Uh, we call it shit on a shingle, uh, which, you know, is kind of what this movie is. It's just a mess and just a heap of shit. That sounds piled horrible. up on itself. Ooh. That does sound awful. Yeah, man, this is why I'm not in the military. Well, this is why <laughs> one of many reasons. Yeah. 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 Th that's that's why I'm not in the military. Also, uh, the physical endurance and nobody wants to spend a week with me. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, I'll allow that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I've agreed fair. to spend like an hour and that's whew, that's pushing it. All right. Um, actually, do you know what? I think I've agreed to spend quite a long time with you talking about uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and by talking true. about it, I mean reading it out loud. On live stream, yeah. the cure. So, yeah. Well, we've got about six months to prepare for a, that. A dramatic reenactment. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh wait, no, not not like that. Oh, no. <laughs> Unless. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about uh, you paying my fare and buying me a fancy dinner, and I'll still say no. So, does that answer your question? I think we should move on to another question. Yeah. Which is number <laughs> story <five>. of my life. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend wouldn't like it just assume it's it's for that reason and no other reason at all is yeah totally no other reasons christ question five <laughs> question five uh what character should have been replaced with a talking dog <laughs> i'm gonna say marilyn monroe that shit would have been fucking hilarious <laughs> uh can dogs cry? <laughs> that would have been haunting. <laughs> if she wasn't cry if the dog wasn't crying, it just wouldn't have been the same movie. Yeah. Oh, but that's horrifying, man. Like that. Imagine <laughs> a talking dog giving the president a gluck gluck. <laughs> oh my god, that's where you win. <laughs> yes. Dude. I just I my, my brother in Christ, your vibe is completely fucking wild. <laughs> you are the worst uh, person. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So Caleb, I'm scarred. Uh, I chose uh, ex-athlete, also known as Joe DiMaggio, but he is credited as ex-athlete. Uh, I don't know why. I just thought Bobby Cannavale as a talking dog would be kind of funny. <laughs> he probably had more charisma. Although the Bobby actor... Cannavale's fine. Joe DiMastifo? Ooh, is that anything? That's kind of something. Is it, though? Yeah, a little bit. Um... I don't know that I would like the bit where she, like, he hits her. Like, her being mauled by a dog <laughs> seems a little... I don't know. That'd be kind of funny, watching a dog maul a woman. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> just don't mind me while I call your local police department. Fucking psycho. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's just straight up FBI. It's hard to say. <laughs> this, this is this is the high level of quality you can expect when you invite Netflix and Swirl. Oh my god! Top quality podcasting. It's Sam's goal, and I feel I'm reaching those pinnacles every episode. I'm gonna say Whitey because I feel like she would have been way more comforted by a dog than that guy because he basically just spent his time making comforting noises while she cried. A dog could do that. <laughs> Who's a good girl, Marilyn? You are. <laughs> and i would like to see the dog give like putting makeup on sure that'd be funny that would have been a talented no opposable thumbs yeah he he licks makeup onto her face it it just looks like this like he just has the makeup pan in his hand like this and just does it like does the makeup like this cool you recognize this as an audio medium and so no one actually saw that apart from us no uh, so okay. basically, he just like sticks the the picture the, picture it in your mind's eye. He puts the the makeup brush on his hand and is somehow holding it, despite the fact that he has no thumbs. Uh, it's funny. Cool. I'll take and the whole time that. he's just like oh, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> <laughs> oh he loves lasagna. <laughs> Isn't that a cat? <laughs> it's Garfield. Okay, Dan, uh, can you please tell us the next question, which is a Patreon from Nerdrovert, who is, I believe, the man? Jason, shalom. Uh, At what point during the movie was the perfect time for a bathroom break? I'm saying the threesome sex scene. Because what the cinnamon toast fuck was going on there (laughs) with the (laughs) Like, it was so cringy, and it was fucking yeah. weird. And it was just, like, with the swirly, like, like someone had just got out, um, like, what's the Adobe director or whatever, you know, like, one of these oh, fancy yeah, yeah. art programs on the computer was like, ooh, look, I could do this, and I could do that. I was like, mm-hmm. this is so fucking strange. And it was a fully fictionalized bit as well. So I was like, what is the whole point of this whole throuple thing? It was fucking weird the whole thing was fucking weird and i don't like see it. see you say you would skip that i was waiting for the eiffel tower yeah they just needed a high five and it would have brought it back yeah i'm fine i'm <laughs> looking at what you mean there. it took me a second i had to be like okay so oh, oh you prude you don't have no idea if you had, if you had to figure out what an eiffel tower the- was my god okay you said you've listened to me on this podcast like multiple yeah, times but i didn't realize you were that prudish i am that prudish oh god okay? how did like, you live through this movie <laughs> it was really bad i was like this is so uncomfortable <laughs> you, you see liz sometimes 
when when a man and a woman love each other very much, they invite another man, and the three of them do some weird cinematic <laughs> effect. They invite another man to spice it up. Oh, uh, that's funny. And the Did- first man watches from the closet dressed like Superman. That's not what happened in the scene, though. And actually, I don't know that Marilyn and Cass did love each other very much. So none of this fits, okay? It's just not right. <laughs> just traumatized. Fine, what do you guys think was the best bit for the bathroom <laughs> break? If I'm so wrong about uh, the reason. Caleb, you go. Uh, after the production company logos, go sit on the toilet and play Nintendo Switch until the credits start. Yikers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for me, I said the first abortion scene. <laughs> yeah. Because it's an abortion scene. But you liked the second abortion scene. We'll yeah. talk about that here in literally a second. Oh, yes, yeah. we will. God you get damn to, it. <laughs> you get to see the whole thing play out on Snatch Cam. Oh my God. It was the worst fucking. Snatch Cam. It, was the, <laughs> it was the worst. It was so <laughs> awful. Why? Like. Like, I have one of those, and I don't want to see what it looks like <laughs> from that angle. <laughs> like, good lord. All right. We need to start burning through some fucking content here. Uh, question seven. What was the most preposterously insane part of the movie? Dan, go. The second abortion scene. Yes. That was my uh, answer also. The fucking G-men coming to kidnap Marilyn Monroe out of her house in order to drive her to a black market doctor in order to perform an abortion of the president's uh, potential uh, bastard child is the craziest thing that has probably happened in a movie in 2022. That was fucking ridiculous. How do they even know that she was pregnant? Um, Why would they go to a black market or like you'd take her to like a proper CIA black ops site, wouldn't you, or something? But also like it was the 50s. They didn't have DNA testing. They could have just said, oh, no, she's a dirty slut. Or she's still with her husband, who we just stopped paying attention to like 10 minutes ago and doesn't come back into the movie and we have no idea where he went. Maybe it's his baby. You know? That was dumb. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, Liz, same answer? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm saying just the concept of having a conversation with your fetus. (laughs) I knew I knew that was your answer, so I I, I decided to go with the <laughs> fantastic joke of having a, a a an answer be the first abortion scene, which is uh chaotic in nature to even <laughs> think about having to qualify an abortion scene as the first abortion scene, <laughs> and then following that answer up immediately with the second abortion scene. Oh, and both of with forced abortions. Like, it's not even just consensual abortions. They were both forced. Holy shitballs. Yeah. Um, but, like, I actually yes. think women might talk to their fetuses. Caleb, I just don't think that the fetus talks back and says, please don't abort me like you aborted the first one. That was really mean. Like, that I felt was a little much. And, and people ask me why I don't fucking want kids. <laughs> it's because... People who want kids are fucking crazy and talk to their unborn fetus. Don't abort me, and Caleb. I, and I ain't about that. What the fuck? Why don't I ain't you about love me, Daddy. Oh God. 
Oh uh, fuck! You want to hear talk? You want you want to talk about something that everyone hear again is the word "daddy." <laughs> no, we can't go to that bit because that's an every, answer later. Every baby needs a dad, dad, daddy. <laughs> oh dear. Um. All right. So, question eight: What scene is sorely missing from this film? Admittedly, the film is two hours and forty-five minutes, and it really didn't need any more scenes. But just say it did. There needed to be a scene at the end where. After Marilyn dies, she meets her fetus at the gates of heaven, and the fetus tells her that she has to leave and go immediately to hell. No, she should have like held her fetus's hand, and on the other hand was her dad, and they all like skipped through the gates, the pearly gates. That would be nice. I, th- I think I've killed Dan. <laughs> That, no, that's that's so fantastic. That's like the best ending to a movie I've ever heard of. <laughs> the second best ending to a movie I've ever heard of is uh, a Marilyn Monroe montage of a rampage sequence where she goes around just murking people in Hollywood. Dude, that would have made this movie so much better if it just turned fully like um oh, yeah, falling that- down. Like yeah, it just it just turned or no, it just turns into Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Anything doesn't oh, matter. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking, just fucking have Marilyn Monroe murder a bunch of Hollywood producers for no reason. Actually, for every reason, but for uh, what will be reported as no reason. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna fictionalize her, her stab life, stab Harvey Weinstein to death in his crib. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna fictionalize her life, let's make it good. Why add trauma? Like add fucking awesome badassery <laughs> where she totally kicks all these douchebags' asses. That would have been amazing. I yeah. just said I. I would like to see early stages how she went from like little orphan Annie to like amazing pinup girl. They were just like, look, her life is so sad. Oh, look, but now she's this amazing pinup girl and everything's like perfect. I was like, what the fuck? Like, uh, just so much of this movie made no sense. True. All right. Uh, question nine. What quote from this film would be the worst thing to hear straight after sex? Is you dirty slut too on the nose? Yeah, that's acceptable. Asking for a presidential friend. <laughs> I was just like, that's delightful. Otherwise, I'm going with uh, nothing more rancid than dreary old love paste. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of smegma. Uh, my answer is, while crying, I'm sorry, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be more uh, traumatic for me to hear. Maybe. Oh, there's many traumatic things to hear. Uh, I had. <laughs> I have. I'm. <laughs> fuck. I'm sorry. The fucking uh, thing from Hellraiser just popped in my head of of him going. I have such sights to show you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, my mine was. But where does the dreaming end and the madness begin? Anyway, isn't all love based on delusion? Uh, which sounds like something someone would say before they're about to uh, go with their suicide cult off to yes. do the suicide thing. Yes, Man, absolutely. I'd be, I'd be fucking terrified if I, you know, I roll off a woman and she's she says that to me. I'm like, oh god, I'm <laughs> dead. I'm just dead right now. Yeah. Clearly, I've already drunk in the Kool Aid prior to this, and that she's just waiting for it to kick in or something. That um, I, I hated all like all of those weird voiceovers. It was like some of them were like quotes from articles, whatever, and some of them were just weird 
mm-hmm. waxing lyrical weird shit. I was like, what is, is she quoting something? Is this a part? I don't know. It was terrible. Sounds like an Andrew Dominic movie. Yeah, don't worry. You'll get to complain about that soon. Um, in the meantime, um, Caleb, why don't you tell us Julio from the Contrarians yeah. Patreon question. Yep. yep. Uh, next question is a, a Patreon question from Julio from the Contrarians and Peru. Uh, what is your most controversial opinion about this movie? That the story was told in a terrible way. I apparently everybody stood up and cans and like applauded and shit. And I was like, yeah, but why the, well, uh, the style there... of it, would just mean that I had no idea what was going on half the time or who people were. I just prefer movies that don't leave you with 27,000 questions about why the whole way through. Like my, there's no accounting for taste. My entire note thing was just, why is this happening? Why? Mm-hmm. Who is that guy? Yep. Why is she doing this? Yep. What? I just hated it. Yeah. Uh, mine is, uh, as I've been saying throughout the entire thing, which is what makes it controversial is things that make you controverse. Uh, Andrew Dominic should not have directed this movie. Yeah. It's, it is yeah. predominantly about a woman's struggle in a Hollywood. A woman. And yes. Andrew Dominic has <clears throat> directed... Killing Them Softly, which is an awful movie. He directed a couple episodes of Mindhunter, and that's it for the last, like, 11 years. So what, uh, under any circumstance, does that make Andrew Dominic the one that everyone goes, that's our guy? Well, I'll answer that question later on in this podcast, in fact, Dan. Okay. Well, I probably won't, but I'll try. What about you, Caleb? I don't know if it's controversial or not, but I I am saying that Marilyn Monroe is probably the least interesting historical figure to make a movie about. I just don't fucking care about her life at all. That's pretty there's controversial. Definitely, yeah, there's definitely That's some good, interesting things. Like, if they'd actually told it properly, I probably wouldn't mind watching it. I mean, she's not the That's, most... Yeah, I don't know. I'd rather, you know... You know, she wasn't like Gandhi. She didn't save a bunch of children. She didn't, like, invent cold fusion like she just fucking she was a person that we thought was pretty for like a decade True. i'd rather talk about hedy lamar yeah hedy lamar was cool she actually invented things she's badass yeah, hedy lamar is hedy lamar is the shit let's go let's make a movie about hedy lamar i'm all in yeah nice if only yeah. i had any we'll say about brunette. anything yeah i love it do it You're don't loud. get him andrew dominic to direct it though <laughs> Oh, we're finally down to uh, our own individual questions, and I go first. So, uh, question 11, how did they decide what scenes to have in black and white and what scenes to have in color? Because there didn't seem to be any consistency on that for me. So, I think think that it's supposed to be when she's Marilyn versus when she's normal Jean. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to think if that was right. I don't know. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, I think it's <laughs> a good joke. I think I stand by it. I think you're right. I think that actually might be correct. I'm not going to rewatch the movie no. to find this out. <laughs> Hell but no. that, that might be correct. I can't think of any bits now specifically that would disagree or not, but yeah. Yeah. I just said they that threw darts clear. at negatives. Like I don't, I don't know. Like this is, it's <laughs> like I, 
I didn't want to be so cliches to say like, oh, they they flipped a coin, and said, oh, we want this in black and white. Oh, we want this in color. Like, it's stupid and dumb. But like, that's literally the only thing I can think of is like they just randomly decided, hey, this is going to be in black and white. Hey, this is going to be in color. Maybe they damaged certain negatives and they're like, oh shit, we've like accidentally leached the color out of this set of the negatives. Oh, let's make it black and white and we'll pretend it's art. Oh, look how artistic we are. Yeah, where's the clip? I don't know. Oh, look at me. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, uh, question 12. What real person would you write a fictional novel about? Clearly, it wouldn't be Marilyn Monroe for Caleb. No, uh, I said I'd write one about Salvador Dali, but he hunts vampires. Oh, I would read that. Yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Good stuff. Get onto it. I quite like a live reading um, after the yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey yeah, reading. For, <laughs> or maybe it segues right into it. <laughs> Salvador Dali comes to kill Edward Cullen, but it's sexy. Yeah, that's that. You're, you're basically hitting all um, demographics with that. It's, yeah. it's going to be a bestseller. Dan, can you beat it? Maybe. Uh, I have chosen <laughs> Tom DeLonge. Be- of course. Because, as you know, Tom DeLong. I do not know. I don't know massive, who this is. Massive fan of aliens, believes in UFOs, believes UFOs yep. have hit have hit Earth. Uh, so he's going to uh, talk to some governmental agency about uh, Earth's plan of action against aliens and how uh, wonderful aliens are. Well, uh, the night before that happens, he's abducted by aliens and is then swept across a whirlwind adventure across the universe uh, where he truly comes to appreciate alien kind or... Determines that we should actually wipe out all aliens. Who is Tom DeLonge? The lead singer of Blink-182. Actually, one of the lead singers of Blink-182. I love that you put this in as a joke against me, probably, but uh, I no, didn't this get is, it. No, this is 100% real. <laughs> I would make oh, okay. this movie. Like, this cool. isn't a question. I would do this. I mean, it's probably going to be better than, like, 97% of the shite they're putting out these days, including the movie we're reviewing. So, uh, go for it. Make it. Done. Um, and finally, question 13, in your opinion, what was the most egregious inaccuracy in this film? Recognizing that you don't actually know anything about Marilyn Monroe. I, I wonder what Caleb thinks it is. Uh, my most egregious inaccuracy in this film is that a one-month-old fetus has fingers and eyeballs. <gasps> oh, yes, that it's this perfectly formed baby that's ready to come out. That pissed me off. Every time. I suppose they couldn't have just like this little clump of cells being like, Mommy, don't hurt me! Don't hurt me again! It's been me, the same baby, the whole time! I'm only the I'm just waiting to be born! I want to come down from heaven! The baby is me, Dio! (laughs) (laughs) Kono baby da! (laughs) What? (laughs) Should I get that? No, no. Okay, good. Uh, Not if you've ever had sex. Uh, I do not like to talk about it, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Only because I'm a prude, not because it was bad. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What's your your answer? Oh, man. Once you finish crying. Fuck. Fuck. Great Marilyn Monroe impression. I... uh, I said that any man pretended to care about Marilyn's well-being. Yes. Did any? Because this is the 19th. Uh, maybe. Maybe Whitey? Maybe? 
Yeah, only because he was getting like, paid. He just knew that nah, he was she the was, gravy she train. She was Whitey's meal ticket. Yeah. yeah. So, like, he had to pretend to care. Uh, that's about it. But, like, anybody yeah. else, like, if anybody, like, uh, I think uh, Arthur Miller, like, sort of gives a shit. But, oh, yeah. Uh, again, he's he's wonky in the head because he's, you know, pushing his uh, long lost love on her or like projecting that on her. So who knows if he actually truly cares about her or just what she represents? I don't fucking know. But like him, maybe but, like that's I have to qualify that. So, so many, you know. so many of the scenes, you know, where they've got the men all like, you know, it's she's at the premiere and like all the cameras are going off and whatever and the men are crowding in they're like animals i was like fucking hell were they just really zooming on them just like screaming and their faces contorted and i was just like calm down bro like oh, literally yeah, that... calm your tits well i think they also use cgi to enhance that but like some of their faces like contorted beyond like human capability so yeah. like i don't know i don't know what that was. i think that was like supposed to be like her on like high as a kite Oh, While yeah. this was happening, and therefore it was all distorted, but I don't know. This was how it would feel, but yeah, it was pretty, yeah. pretty fucking dark. All right, those are my questions. All right, uh, my questions are next, and question 14 is, what book should never be adapted into a movie? Trump's Art of the Deal, because it would be so painful, pro-Trump bullshit. Trump would probably want to have, like, a starring role, and as we know, Already from Home Alone 2, he is a terrible actor, and I would just want to punch everyone and everything involved in the film. Fair. It's supposed to be boring as shit. Fair. Yep. Caleb? Uh, I say Slaughterhouse-Five because I love it too much to be this disappointed in it. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. the worst. When you have a, a book you really love and you're like, oh, the movie's coming out, and then it's even just like um, Lee Child's like, Reacher's yeah. Reacher books, and then Tom Cruise was the actor, and you were just like, "Why I, are you trying to do this to me?" And I didn't even like I, love those books, but still, I love Slaughterhouse Five to the point where I'm considering actually putting in in my will that my tombstone will say everything was beautiful and nothing hurt. So, like, that is the book as far as I'm concerned. That seems like an egregious lie. I mean, yeah, well, that's the point. Oh, okay, good. Just checking. Uh, he- here's my problem with that, Caleb, is that you want to be buried. Uh, absolutely not. You you go in an urn, and the urn will have that inscribed on you. Well, no, the okay. So the, I'm I'm making this as a documentary of uh, my actual li- wishes for the disposal of my corpse upon my death. <laughs> uh, there are companies that make biodegradable urns. That they will burn you, mix you with potting soil, and put yeah. a tree oh, okay, seed in there, and that is what I'm doing. I was literally going to say, don't you want to go in a tree in bag? Yeah, you should be in a tree bag. I yes. like it. Yay! I'm not. I just want to be burned in a box. So, this is dark. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> me with your coffee. I don't care. Uh, question fifteen: Which of Marilyn's romantic interests are you most likely to date? I... Eddie, because he's the OG. Is he though? He's he's the third member of the the Gemini, the more oh, reasonable yeah. member. He's he's the one who who gets her goat in the end. Who makes right before me... she eats thirty pills and dies? That was fucked up, by the way. That he pretended to be a dad. Why do that? Not him. Uh, uh, the cast pretended to do that for shits and why giggles. Why not? 
Uh, yeah, that's for, yeah, for, who the fuck to knows? do revenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except not as well as that movie did revenge. I love I I love that movie. That was great. Oh, we well we have we have such sights to show you, Liz. <laughs> it's called our podcast. <laughs> Okay, I will uh, check it out. Somehow I feel that you may not uh, like it as much as I did. No, okay, I didn't love it, but it was all right. I'm going to say yeah, right. the playwright because he seemed the most reasonable. Like he wrote about their conversation, but he just typed a page. He didn't like stick it in an actual script. Yeah. And he liked calling a Norman, like he actually called her Norma Jean, which was good. So I guess, but she really had fairly terrible men in her life across the board. That's That's the real Sophie's choice. What? Which of Marilyn Monroe's love interests would right. you uh, Oh, uh, fuck if I know, man. Uh, maybe, maybe Joe DiMaggio? Maybe? <laughs> I thought you were going to say JFK. Oh, God, no. He was horrible. Why would you uh, take or, the guy? you know, J- JFK, which is, of course, short for Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, <laughs> uh, Caleb. Oh, Caleb. Uh. All right, uh, question 16. Uh, why, Andrew Dominic? Because only the hand that wrought Killing Them Softly could weave this tapestry. <laughs> I guess. He actually wrote it. Like, he wrote the screenplay here, so he obviously really cared about the story, which I find super weird given he was born here in Wellington, New Zealand. So it's not even like he's American, so... Oh, wait, he's your fault? Yeah. Although he's partly you did Australian. This. No, no, you he moved did to Australia. This. He moved to Australia. It's Australian. He's Australian. You also moved to Australia. You could have stopped him at any point. <laughs> I don't think at the same time. No, no, no. I, you could have stopped him. I don't think that's necessarily true. But sure, blame me. What do you want? Um, yeah, I just found that super weird entirely. He did do Chopper Reed, so he obviously likes doing movies about iconic people, but that's a about it i don't get it i found it real weird that this is the movie you choose to do you don't even choose to do a good biopic about it you choose to do a movie that's based on a fictional novel that is terrible in a terrible way and frankly really the entire film felt like it was a 18 year old girls movie project at summer camp well damn gerald's daughter is going to be very upset that you said that (laughs) look I think if it was an 18-year-old girl's project at summer camp, I would have been quite impressed with the amount of, like, weird fetus CGI that she managed to cram in there. Like, that's that would have been quite yeah. pricey to put in, so I would have been quite impressed. But as it stands, as it was not that, uh, I hated it. And fuck Fair. you. Fair. Dominic. All right. Uh, so we're over to my question, saving the best for last. Uh so my first question, do the carpets match the drapes, Liz? Why? <laughs> These are not good questions. Okay. Um, no. No, they don't. She said so herself, and no one's here is that naturally blonde unless you're a Targaryen or a Malfoy. That is the correct answer. My answer is also no. <laughs> uh, Thank you yeah. for that support. Have, have you not met and- women, Caleb? Is that what this is? <laughs> No, my uh, my answer is hardwood floors, baby. Oh, okay, I see what you did there. Yep. <laughs> Again, <laughs> took me a minute. I was like, "You're saying she is brown?" Oh no, there's no capital. Yes, okay. Yeah, there we go. Liz. Yes, linoleum. Well, it's the way to go. It's just so much more cleaner and hygienic. Yeah, she showers regularly. I'm pretty sure. 
I like to just slide right off. Cleft. <laughs> <laughs> Christ almighty, what have I done? Uh, next question. Do gentlemen truly prefer blondes? Dan? Uh, no. I don't think, I think I've dated one blonde girl and it was like a dark blonde. So like, but everybody, every other girl I've dated has been like dark hair. So no. Bobby is blonde. No, she's not. Isn't she? She's a dirty blonde. No, she's it's not. Blonde. Well, like no, she's not nah. brunette like me, is she? Yeah, she's not that dark, but it's it's not blonde. Huh, okay, well, I've already seen her on camera, so I guess it's not quite the same. Anyway, I agree with you, but actually, I just find it irrelevant. Like, it's more men are boobs or ass men. They're not blonde or brunette men. You know, you don't really care what yeah. their hair, hair is color like. can always change. Yeah. Boobs and butt, they're what they are. By the way, those, um, t- those take work. Well, the, I those, always pull in those the take money to change. Yeah. I always pull in the ass, man. I've got a fabulous, fabulous butt. I am not going to show you before you ask. <laughs> Damn, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, and I said, cool, 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 cool. Uh, and I said, every blonde I've ever dated was an enormous pain in the ass, but also I just generally have terrible taste in women. Oh, I thought the. But uh, I've now switched to a smaller strap-on. I was going to say, were all the blondes you dated imaginary? I mean, man, I'm getting <laughs> fucking dunked on. <laughs> these are easy. These are these are the layups. Yeah, you're literally setting you're it up easy. for us. That's true. We would be ridiculous not to take them. Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> uh, no, that's the whole point. My, my no last question will. is. <laughs> Yikers! <laughs> the the roasted toast is burnt to a crisp. I am so sad right now. Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> my soul has just left my body. You're one of these guys <laughs> who loves being dug on. Don't even try and deny it. Anyway, you told me I can make. Yeah, sure. I'm a real piece of shit. <laughs> How could anybody ever love a terrible beast? Okay, now I'm starting to feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly pity. Uh, Mostly pity. My my final question is: Who was history's greatest sex symbol? Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Gross. Madonna, because I think she's all about the sexiness and whatnot. Sure. Or yeah. Elvis. Uh, and I say Tom Jones. Oh yeah, I'd tip that. I mean, maybe not now. Oh, maybe now. Yeah. Wait, yeah, is he dead? He's I not mean, dead, hey, is he? I wouldn't tip him if he was dead. I don't think he's dead. I'm going to Google it. He is 82 years old and apparently alive. And I, I bet he's still just uh, drowning in vagina. Probably. I don't like that word. I think we should move on. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I fucking veered that direction, but here we are. Disturbing. Um, all right. I think we are all down to the final question, which I put Correct. in to be nice to Dan. God knows why, because he's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So question 20 is a Patreon question, and it should be delivered by the Patreon. Uh, yeah. Yo, hi. I'm the Patreon dude. Uh, where would you put this song, All the Small Things from Blink-182, into this movie? Such an annoying question. It's a great uh, question. 
<laughs> I've decided to put it loudly over every single time she calls her partner daddy because I found it super <laughs> grating, ah, not realistic. All the daddy. <laughs> no, no. So it covers the daddy. So she's just like, I'm set all the small Say things. it ain't so. <laughs> yeah. Daddy don't go. <laughs> <laughs> that was quality. That was good. Where are you putting it? Oh, and now you're now you're complimenting me. Okay, um, I would put it as a mashup with "Candle in the Wind" playing over the end credits. Fair. Uh, I'll work. I'll get working on that. That would be painful, yeah. but not as painful as the rest of this movie. So okay, but it would, yeah, at least it would be the credits. Hmm. Uh, I. <laughs> In in what would be the tone shift of the fucking century, uh, I would put it over the JFK Gluck Gluck 9000 scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was awful. Like, it was just such a because what is it? <laughs> it was just really oh, yeah. unnecessary. It's, uh, that, you know, there's a reason why porn directors don't get that close. Yeah, that wasn't sexy. Well, yeah, because you need the establishing shot so you can see the balls. <laughs> Why do you need to see the balls? Why did I ask that question? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> like, <laughs> I if you have to ask that question, Liz, you got to watch more porn. No, I don't want to watch any porn. I'm good. Thank no, you. No, she's a prude. Yes. It makes me uncomfortable, which is why I was like, why are you putting literal softcore porn into a classy Hollywood film? Because I wouldn't Andrew say classy. <laughs> I was wondering which bit of that you would have problem with. We're done. This is the end. Hooray. We made it. We, we don't have to we ever it. talk about the, this movie ever again, which for that, I think we are all truly thankful. <sighs> yes. Um, actually. Thank Christ. Yeah. Fuck you, Sam. Was, I, I don't have to talk about it until my worst of the year list. Well, that'll be exciting for you. I don't have to ever talk about it again, which is fantastic. I have full intentions not to. Would one or both of you like to share some thoughts on your podcast? No. That kind of sucks, honestly. Okay. (laughs) That seems fair. I understand you talk Uh, about Netflix things and those. Yeah. uh, Go to netflixandswell.com for as long as Netflix allows that to remain up. Uh, It's got wonderful podcasts such as ours and then Two Peas on a Podcast and then Rabbit Ears TV Podcast. All those are fantastic podcasts. Yeah, that one's fine. Uh, but yeah, we talk about Netflix stuff, um, this week, uh, we were talking about, uh, Dahmer, uh, the, the new Ryan Murphy series. And then, uh, to palate cleanse, we're talking about a literal children's show in my little pony, make your mark. Are you going to get an actual brony on? No, I, 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 Uh, I'm on every week. Yeah. (laughs) So. Oh, so we're, this is a follow up to a joke as we did the uh, the My Little Pony movie, uh, the Next Generation, I think it was called, Caleb. Yes, uh, with Captain John Luke Picard, and it uh, we we actually kind of enjoyed it. So we're like, fuck it, let's watch more My Little Pony shit. So then this happened, and then Dahmer was there, and was like, what a palate cleanse, just like the most vile, heinous shit you can think of a person doing that outside of blowing a president. Uh, to a children's show. I think that sounds great. I probably won't listen to that one because I am terrified of 
Jeffrey Dahmer and serial killers. But maybe I'll just tune in for the end and the smiley happy. I thought bits. you were going to say I'm ter- I'm terrified of ponies. <laughs> no, girls are crazy about ponies. Well, actually, unicorns. Girls fair. are crazy about unicorns. No, yeah, right. I'm not a huge fan about, of ponies. How do you either. feel about alicorns? I don't know what that is, and I don't think I want to know. What What about Earth ponies? <laughs> so, uh, if you'd like to um, contact us, this is a very clear sneak way of me getting off. I don't know. If you want to know about what those things are, I'm sure you'll learn about them on their episode. While they're laughing hysterically and unable to speak, um, I will tell you that you can get in touch with us at Movie Review <laughs> at Movie Reviews and on Twitter. Uh, M-I-R, no, wait, M-R-I-T-Q-S at gmail.com. Find us on the social medias. Um, send us messages and tell us how much more you like me than Sam. Don't tell us that you like Sam more than me. I don't want to hear that. But otherwise, yeah, check us out, listen to our episodes, make good choices in life, and that's about all I got. Please drink responsibly. Yes. Alicorns for life. Um, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that is it. Living the dream. Goodbye from me. Are you guys going to say goodbye? Uh, ho- hoof to heart. I don't get it. Oh, I, I wish I was dead. Uh, hoof to heart is something they say in My Little Pony. Uh, I got that, but it was weird. Now, now I'm in charge, apparently. What's something Jeremy Irons is in? The Lion King. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. I don't think these are the films. Let <laughs> <laughs> me tell you, I've laid so much fucking pipe in my time. I'm cutting all this out, Caleb. There's shit. no point, like, boasting here. None of this is staying in the podcast. <laughs>